and welcome back to the Training with Tucker podcast. It has been a little bit since I recorded one of these, but trying to uh, get back into the swing of things here, kicking off a new year. And uh, one of my intentions is to be more consistent with the podcast here. So uh, the plan is to do at least every other week going forward and uh, bring on some some guests and also cover some topics that uh, you know I find interesting and relevant and uh, also willing to take recommendations and requests for anything you want to hear me talk about. So... In this episode, I'm going to do a 2023 year in review, talk about um, some of the highlights and some of the experiences and challenges that were faced in 2023, both by myself and by the athletes I coach. And uh, yeah, just kind of celebrate some of the wins and talk about some of the lessons learned and take some of that into the upcoming year. So Without further ado, here's the the review I have for 2023. Um, I think the the when I think back on on the year of 2023, the first thing that comes to mind for me when when thinking about both my own running and um, and also the you know the running and racing and training that both myself and my athletes did this year. The main thing I think of is going big, taking risks, and living with the consequences. Um, you know, both for myself and for a lot of the athletes I coach, um, I was encouraging a lot of people to take some risk and shoot their shot. I think over the years, it is something I have become more comfortable with as a coach. I I think when I started out coaching, I tended to be a more conservative coach in that I often wanted my athletes to, you know, be a little bit more conservative on race day, really be controlled in maybe the first half of a race and then ease into it more. And what I've learned over the years in just gaining experience and also speaking with other coaches and just continually trying to learn and improve as a coach is that it's worth taking risks. It's worth taking a, you know, big swing and you're never really going to know what you're capable of until you do so. And so that was something that I kept top of mind for myself this year and also encouraged a lot of my athletes. And I think that it's something that is maybe easier to do in shorter distance races and it's easier to do um, with athletes that have more lifetime mileage and experience. Um, it's a little bit harder to do in, in the longer distances and harder to do with less experienced athletes, but it is worth doing. And so when I felt like an athlete was ready to take a risk and go big on race day, I really tried to encourage them to do so. And that resulted in some big wins and also some big blowups. And that's the, the fine line that you tow when you take a big swing. And while there were certainly some disappointments, and I never want any of the athletes I coach to have a quote-unquote bad result, um, I think there's a lot of value and a lot of um, you know benefit in in doing that, in, in shooting your shot and being willing to live with whatever happens. And so for myself, because I 
I know my own experience um, better than the experiences of others, I suppose. I'm, I'm only in this body and in this mind. So um, I'll talk a little bit about my experiences this year, although I think there's a big correlation between a lot of how my year went and how a lot of my athletes' years went. And so for me, my year in 2023 started off with the Bandera 100K. And so that was very exciting. That was my first ever 100K. And it's a, it was a golden ticket race, which means that it had a really strong field. And it was the first time that I've been on the start line of a trail race and had, you know, so many big names there, people that I know personally or know of, or have, you know, watched on live streams and followed on social media over the years. And that was a super cool experience just to be with a lot of super talented athletes in a really strong field. Um, so I did my first 100 K, which was awesome. And that was something that, that a lot of my athletes throughout the year, um, there were a number of them that had big firsts. Uh, Larry ran his first ultra Courtney did her first, um, Ironman triathlon, uh, Andrew ran his first marathon among a number of others, people running their first ever races or their first ever half marathons or first ever 10 Ks, things like that, that were super cool to, to see. I think doing a new distance is always such a win because, um, it's often, there's some unknown there of like not knowing if you can do it or how fast you can do it or what it will feel like. And, um, you know, it's always great to be able to realize that these limitations we set on our or we have in our minds are often just just that in our minds and that we we are capable of doing more than um, more than maybe we think we can uh, me personally I also won a couple races this year which is something that I haven't done all that much throughout my life and yeah it was maybe a couple smaller races that I did manage to win but it was a great feeling to be able to cross a finish line first and um, you know, whether it's winning a race or placing on a podium or being in, in a, on an age group podium, whatever that may be, um, those are always, always a wonderful reward, right? Because, um, yes, we do this for, to see what we're capable of, but it's also great to, to be able to compete against others and to test ourselves. I think this is something that is very innate in the human experience that, you know, looking back over over the years throughout history, we have always wanted to test ourselves against others, see who is the fastest, who is the strongest. And so to be able to compare ourselves to others in on race day, whether that be, you know, on a podium, like I said, or just seeing how you compare against people in your age group and being like, okay, I finished in the top third of my age group at this race. Like, that's awesome. And there were a lot of athletes this year that, that did things like that, which is such a great win that I want to celebrate. Um, <clears throat> something that, that I did this year was entering races with, with higher stakes. Um, I think there's certainly something to be said for the local 5Ks, the park runs, the, you know, the smaller events that are not as you know, big and overwhelming, but it is also pretty cool to enter races that have something on the line, whether it be money or an entry into another race to qualify or, you know, whatever that may be having the, the 
stakes raised a bit does make it a bit of a different feeling. So for me, the Bandera 100K being that golden ticket into Western state states, um, the Silver Rush 50 miler that I did in July um, had a qualifier or you could qualify into the Leadville 100 through that race. I also ran the Moab Trail Half Marathon, which was the Trail National Trail Half National Championships. That's a mouthful. Um, so there was money on the line. Um, and entering into these these bigger races where there is something on the line, I think it does elevate the experience a bit. And so, you know, for a lot of my athletes entering into those kinds of races or entering into the, the major marathons, had a number of athletes that ran uh, majors this year, Boston, New York, Chicago, uh, Berlin. It was great to see athletes on the big stage. And I think it's always a great experience for people to, to just see what that level is like. Um, on the flip side, I did not PR any distance this year, which is the first time in a number of years where I did not run any PRs. I came up just short in search of a mile PR, 5K, and marathon PR. Um, also, 50 mile, I came up just short of my 50 mile PR. So there were a number of of results that I wasn't super happy with. Um, you know, I was content with the results I got, but just missing a PR is always a tough, tough pill to swallow. I um, came up two seconds short of a 5K PR. I came up uh, three seconds short of a mile PR. I did happen to run my fastest ever half marathon in the first half of the Berlin Marathon, but some might not consider that a PR because it's not a, a half marathon specific race. But um, regardless, for me, there was you know a certain level of disappointment. But um, you know, I think when I look back on all of those races, I'm not too discouraged because I think it's important to look at the context. And so there were a number of my athletes this year that um, you know that did have disappointing results or results that they weren't happy with, um, or 100% happy with, or results that we felt did not meet what we, we believed they were capable of based on their training and how their tune-up races went. And so I think it's important to look at the context. And so for me, when I look back at those races, I can think of specific reasons. Okay. Why did that happen? You know, 5k, I missed the PR because I was, um, I went out a little too conservative in one race. And when you go out too slow in the 5K, I was about 15 seconds behind the pace I needed to be in the first mile. It's very, very hard to make that up. Um, another 5K I did, it was really hot. Another 5K I did was on dirt and, and grass and was a slower surface. Um, the mile I did, I was coming off of training for an ultra marathon. So I wasn't really in that top uh you know, mile type shape. Um, the marathon, I ran a really strong marathon and I, I shot my shot big time, but I went out a little too hard. I made some mistakes. I've talked about this in previous episodes of my experience at the Berlin marathon, but you know, I can think back and I can, I can look at the context and I, I know that it wasn't because, you know, I'm getting older, I'm getting slower. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not doing the right things in training. I know that I was doing a lot of really good things in training. I was setting myself up for, for success on race day. Sometimes things just don't line up. Um, I had a few athletes that had similar experiences. They had great training cycles 
and then on race day, things just didn't go the way we'd hoped. Whether it was, you know, fueling or pacing, just making some mistakes, or the weather wasn't great, or they were they got sick race week, you know, things like that that they happen. Unfortunately, they do. And it's a tough thing about the longer distance races where we only get to do these two, maybe three times a year. And we spend a lot of time training and a lot of, a lot of time and effort goes into the, the training process. And when we get to race day, we, we want everything to align. And unfortunately, that's not how things work. Sometimes things don't go our way and that's all right. So you know, both for me personally and for a lot of my athletes, I think it's important to look at the context, reflect on the results. If they weren't ideal, if they weren't what we were shooting for, try to pinpoint why. What what happened that did not allow us to get the result that we thought we were capable of? And being able to look at that context and, um, you know, even if, let's just say, we realize, okay, maybe... Uh, you know, we, this is where our fitness is at. Then you have the opportunity to say, all right, well, what did we do in training and what can we do differently? Because yes, at a certain point, time is undefeated and it is going to take a toll on us and we are going to start to slow down. That is going to happen to all of us. But for most of us, we, if we are continually improving and training in a smart and consistent way, we are going to be able to continue to get results well into our late 30s, early 40s. And then, you know, you can always reframe those goals. Um, that's probably another topic to go into another time. But, but anyways, just to summarize, for myself and for a lot of athletes that didn't PR this year or didn't have the results that maybe they wanted, look at the context and try to learn, learn from those experiences and apply that to future races. Um, Let's see. The last piece that I want to talk about here is uh, I just really wanted to celebrate my uh, my high school team. I had a great high school group this year, uh, both in the spring. We had a fantastic track season. We sent the most athletes in school history history to the uh, state meet. We had two relay teams go, three individuals go. Uh, really exciting for a, a small school, a small program to send that many athletes to the state meet um, and had just a really good group of kids, which was which was awesome. And that carried over to um, the summer training. And I'm a big cross country guy. I love track, but cross country is kind of where my heart is at. And so I challenged the returning cross country kids and the incoming cross country kids. I said, hey, if we want to take this to the next level, we've got to put in the work over the summer. We've got to be more consistent as a group individually. We've got to do the work in the summer. You put in the work in July and August, you're going to get the results in September and October. And we had our best summer of training in the four years that I've been at the school. And we it showed. The athletes came into the season and we had a, a really strong year. Um, we you know, had a number of athletes that continually progressed throughout the season and were getting faster and faster. Uh, we ran some really tough courses. I challenged the athletes, uh, you know, similarly to, to my adult athletes. I, I wanted to challenge these kids and I wanted to, uh, put them in situations that were uncomfortable and that would, um, you know, get them 
to be willing to just take risk and think about the competitive aspect of racing and less about the, okay, what is my pace? What is my time? Think about, okay, who am I racing against and how can I compete and how can I get the most out of myself? And, uh, and yeah, it was a, it was a great year. We had a really strong regular season where I threw a lot of those tough, tough, uh, courses and tough races at the athletes. And they, I think that toughened them up. We did some really good workouts throughout the season. And then come the, the postseason, we got to run on some flatter, faster courses and get some really good times and see a lot of kids break some big milestones, had a number of athletes get under like the 20 minute barrier and the 19 minute barrier. Um, shout out to Garrett Baldwin, who, uh, specifically requested a shout out on this podcast, uh, for breaking 20 minutes, which he did at the NXR meet, which is Nike cross regionals, which, uh, for the first time in the school history, we brought, uh, a full team down. We brought 10 athletes to, to NXR down in Phoenix and, uh, and got to run down there, which was a phenomenal experience running against some of the best athletes from the area, Arizona, Utah, Nevada, um, Colorado, New Mexico. Those are the five states. And uh, it was a great experience for the athletes to get to run against some really tough competition. And um, again, you know, like I talked about earlier with, with uh, you know, taking risks, I was super proud of my athletes because I told them all, I was like, this is a great opportunity to just take a risk, see what you're capable of. You're at lower elevation and just send it. You've got nothing to lose. There's no team result we're going for here. It's just you against the clock. See what you can do. And we had, I think it was five athletes of the 10 ran PRs, had another couple athletes run season best. Um, and then we had a couple athletes that, that didn't run their best. And while that's always disappointing for those individuals, um, it's it's part of the the sport, unfortunately, is that it's a numbers game. Not everybody's going to have a great result every day. You know, you can probably bet that on uh, on any given day, um, you're probably going to have a at least a third of of any race that doesn't have the day that they want to have. And so, a couple of my athletes didn't didn't get the results down there that they wanted to, but it was a great experience for them to get to again race against. Uh, really good competition and as I mentioned earlier enter into a race with higher stakes where you know there's something on the line there was the possibility of going to you know the Nike cross national meet and and things like that where you're competing against the best of the best so that's my 2023 year in review a lot of awesome accomplishments both for the athletes I coach and uh you know, myself too. I though I didn't PR, I'm, I'm super proud of myself for taking big risks in 2023, signing up for races that, you know, had elite fields and testing myself against some really, really strong athletes. And, um, you know, I'm really excited to carry over the lessons that I've learned both as an athlete and as a coach into this upcoming year. I have some big goals for 2024. Um, hoping to find out in the next couple of days. I think it's January 9th. I should be hearing back if I get into the Leadville 100, which is going to be my uh, main goal for the year. If I do get in, if I don't, uh, top priority will probably be come the Chicago Marathon, uh, which I'm running regardless. But if I do run Leadville, then Chicago might be more of a victory lap than anything else. Um, also, going to be running Never Summer. I'll be running the 100K there. 
assuming that I don't get into Leadville. If I do get into Leadville, I'll bump down to the 60K at Never Summer. Um, also bring in a group to the Eugene Half Marathon and Marathon in April. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're interested in signing up, I have a discount code that I can send you. Uh, we've got a group going. We're going to get some group lodging, rent an Airbnb, and uh, be there for the weekend in Eugene, Oregon, in Tracktown, USA, for the half marathon and marathon. Uh, there's also a 5K, I believe, that weekend. So don't feel like you got to sign up for the half or the full. Uh, you could sign up for a 5K as well. But um, yeah, I have some big goals myself. And I have some big goals for the athletes I coach. Um, continuing to take the 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 mindset of shooting my shot in 2024, taking some risks because what do you got to lose? You know, be, be smart, but take a risk, swing for the fences and see what happens. You know, you might miss, you'll probably miss some of the times, but when you do connect, it's going to be, you know, a, a thing of beauty and you're going to get a big result. So that's my mindset going in 2024 and I hope it is for you too, but wishing you and your family and your loved ones healthy and happy 2024 and uh, please reach out if I can support you in any way in your training and I will be back in the next couple weeks with episode uh, two of the new season so looking forward to bringing you some some great episodes in the the next few months here and uh, into yeah the rest of 2024 so with that be well and I'll be back soon.